0: Thanks for joining today. We've got a update on our Midtown investment, which is up in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and we've got some good discussion around how we're managing debt and construction loans going through some of these deals, and that's applicable to really everything we look at, but applies right now to Midtown in the unique situation that we're working through uh, there. So let's kick things off with just Midtown in general. I mean, this is a two hundred seventy-five thousand square foot commercial asset we purchased up in Chattanooga. We bought it at a great basis, eighty dollars a square foot, and it's unique in that it has a whole array of tenants across multiple buildings.
1: Yeah, we have everything from the you know we have on the site we have the Chattanooga City Library, we have uh, the the Chattanooga Healthcare Center, we have uh, a couple a dialysis clinic, um, all the way to an industrial user to prosthetic parts to really a, a general office user.
0: Yeah, so it's a it's a very wide array of assets. And our plan here was to kind of merge investment strategies on this deal. So we took our standard value-add approach where we want to go find some vacant space that we can clean it up and rent it. And this had about 60,000 square feet of that, as well as all the occupied stuff. And then merge that with our retail strategy, which was really to have individual buildings, buy them, extend the lease as much as we can, show a stable track record, and look to exit those deals Retail deals typically are trading at their highest values when they have the longest term leases with them with the right escalations and the right terms in there. So this is a mix of that investment strategy. And that was going to come full circle as we finished the renovation of the vacant space. And then we would start to exit some of the, some of the buildings individually that had the best lease terms uh, so we could get the highest value there.
1: Right. And the, really, the asset provides us the most flexibility to do that because we have a a variation of buildings from the Chattanooga Institute, Institute, which is a standalone single tenant building, I really will drive the highest value to some multi tenant buildings that we're actually negotiating with some of the existing tenants about buying their own building and having other tenants subsidize their ownership of it.
0: Yeah. So it, it gives us a lot of opportunity on how to how to handle things. And we've owned this for just over a year now. So if we've made it through a year, and that puts us into more long-term capital gains situation. We want to own stuff for a year. And when we're doing this, though, kind of that sale discussion has to, has to match what our debt position is. And when we went into this deal on the, on the front end, we were working with the lender and having a situation where we can make small prepayments of the loan without penalty you've done some of our other deals or you've done any commercial investing, you know a lot of times there are prepayment penalties associated with loans. So we're in a situation where we can pay down some of the loan early as long as we're exiting or selling individual buildings within the parcel. And then we can take those proceeds and pay down the note with that. To do so, we've got to manage a couple factors along the way. So one of them we want to talk about is just debt coverage ratio. And this is, this is in all of our loans. It's something pretty common, that you're going to see on loans. And and the point is that they want to make sure your net operating income is sufficient enough to pay the mortgage payment.
1: Right. So usually the minimum debt coverage ratio that lenders are looking for is 1.25. So that would mean that if your net operating income is $62,000 and your monthly loan payment is $50,000, you would have a 1.25 debt coverage ratio. And everything's good and it's operating well and the lender's happy
0: and we're happy. And then if you go below that and you're below a 1.0 debt coverage ratio or as you go kind of in the wrong direction, you know, that obviously hurts that situation with the bank. And then as you keep growing and you're growing your revenues, you're expanding your debt coverage ratio, it's giving you more of a buffer. You can look at that on any investment really and see you know, how close are they to making their debt payments? Like what kind of, what kind of buffer do they have there? Right. So that's, that's one thing that we have to maintain. So in, in our situation- we are selling, the in, the investment strategy was to sell the best performing and keep the worst performing that we could turn around. Obviously, we do that. We're selling net income for vacant space. So it hurts our debt coverage ratio. Another factor we have to look at is debt yield. So it's it's a similar play on the situation, but it's a little bit different.
1: Yeah. So debt yield looks at really your annualized NOI. So if your annualized NOI is looking at looking to be a million dollars and your current loan balance is 10 million dollars your debt yield is 10% and that's really your minimum balance that that lenders like to see so a 10% debt yield is really the target the minimum target number
0: yeah so we've got these two factors that we're playing with and debt yield is slightly different because the debt service coverage ratio if you reduce your loan principal the debt service payment doesn't change. You still have your static loan payment, even if you've paid down some principal on the loan. Whereas the debt yield, as we pay down principal, we're able to exit a piece of the deal, pay down our principal, our debt yield improves. Now we're also losing income when we do that though. So it's kind of like you've got these balancing factors that we have to play with to be able to fully execute this turnaround deal that we're going through here. So some of our investment reports that we'll send out, we're gonna know what our exact numbers are as we go through these deals. And you can see how they go up and down over time. And we're looking at uh, signing new leases and gaining occupancy and growing revenues. And on the other hand, we've got some that are leaving, so then revenues are going down. But our, our debt level goes down as well.
1: Right, and this will all come into play also with our loan that we have construction draw money, that we have to pass these stress tests of the loan in order to draw money as we discuss really what we're doing with the proceeds of the cash and the retained earnings as we earn them on the property and whether we can draw the lender's loan, the the loan balance up or not, the first stress, test will be debt coverage and one will be debt yield. And that's, that will be part of the discussion.
0: Yeah. So right now we have, like I said, we have 275,000 square feet. We have two buildings that we're looking at exiting right now. And our total proceeds from that, are just under $4 million. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to generate a good amount of cash from that. We, we said our basis right now uh, is around 85 a square foot. Our goal was to be around uh, 100 a square foot total, right? So that's our goal. We still have, and that basis, that's on the total square footage. So across 275,000 square feet. Now that added basis right there, that's really our CapEx improvement dollars that we plan to spend on the remaining 50 or so, 49,000 square feet that's vacant. That we have so we started with sixty thousand square feet. We're down to just below fifty thousand, and we have roughly fifteen dollars of, of basis left to spend on making those improvements to stick within our budget and our plan. So that's kind of a lot of numbers going back and forth there on on, on where we're at, but essentially we have a good amount of budget room left on just the vacant space that we need to turn it. So as we sell the two buildings that we're looking at selling. Uh, and we'll send you the, the exact details on those, but we've got a medical asset and an office asset that are individual stable buildings with good leases in place that we can sell and we'll exit those around $130 to $140 a square foot. That is our target exit as we look at all of these.
1: And then as we lease building by building, that's, that, that continues to be our target. And at the, at the end of the day, we'll have all the buildings basically renovated leased up and exited at that spread
0: as a yep. target. Yep. that's our goal right now. So so we have these first two that we're looking at exiting, and that puts us in a position that the proceeds from that sale are then going to be applied to the debt associated with the deal. One, that, do, that does two things for us here. We still have a construction loan with the lender here because we don't want to just take out as much debt as possible. We want to make sure it's, it's managed. So we're going to take the proceeds and pay down the loan, so that gives us a lower principal basis and improves our debt yield, right? It does not change our debt coverage ratio though. Our debt coverage ratio will actually go down because we have a little bit less revenue and we have the same payment. So one goes down, but one is improved. The debt yield number will be improved. Uh, As we're able to pay that down, what we're gonna then do is draw up other parts of the construction loan so that we can finish renovating some of the vacant space. So it's a little bit of a trade off of get some done exit some, go back and do more, exit some, and keep that process going.
1: And ultimately what will likely happen is that towards the end of this project where we're down to our last three or four buildings, we'll have minimum to no debt and all equity in those buildings. And that's when we'll start realizing the gains.
0: Right, yeah, that can be the gains that are there. And at that point we'll decide what it looks like, whether we're gonna roll that or hold that or how that's gonna function at the end. But those will be the best cash flowing assets kind of right at the end of the deal. We estimated this originally to take about three years total. We are in year one of this process. So it's exciting to see it, it working and happening and the gears are, gears are turning on the sale component of it. Uh, so we'll have, we'll have more details out on what the specific contracts are with that and, and how the exact dollars are going to play out. But we just want to go through the investment scenario that we are working with. We're really excited about the progress and we're going to take a lot of these proceeds be able to... Finish out the re- remainder of the vacant space we have here. Cool. Hope that was helpful. Give a little insight into how this specific investment strategy is working. And again, we're, we're taking our value add strategy, combining that with our retail strategy. It's like marrying the two together to see uh, how it performs. So right now we're in we're in good shape, and we are looking forward to. We, we plan to have these first two buildings exited uh, by the end of the year. So, all right. Thanks, everyone. For more tips on operating and investing in real estate, please check us out at greenleafmanagement.com or find us on YouTube and Spotify.